Survive the Olympics with a Broken Heart by Rosalind Stops. Buy a box of man-sized tissues, the softest ones you can get to stop your nose from getting sore. Make a wall chart, a huge one, detailing every heat of every event of the games, complete with tiny flags. Take special care to cover up all the photos of happier times, stuck up there like blue-tacked evidence. Exhibit A. A picture of you and Charles on Brighton Beach last summer, licking ice creams in an ironic postmodern way. <laughs> Exhibit B. Same suspects, but snapped by the Christmas tree where you made festive love later and got pine needles in your knickers. <laughs> Note that exhibits A and B are underneath the marathon event section of the gigantic and slightly messy chart and smile ironically as you open the box of tissues. You like to tell people that you met at the gym and it's almost true, except you both know it wasn't quite like that. He was picking up a watch for a work colleague who had sprained his ankle on the cross trainer and you were just checking the place out. You were hoping that if you toned your upper arms, you would find love. And then, bam, there it was without lifting a single weight. <laughs> love on the stairs. Love when you crashed into each other without looking where you were going. Love of the best and most accidental kind. It's not mine he said inexplicably, dangling an expensive watch under your nose. I don't really like gyms, you confided back. There was a bar, and then a restaurant, and then another bar, and the three-date rule went to the dogs, again, <laughs> when you ended up in bed together that same night. Eat cake and chocolate to make yourself feel better. Pamper yourself. Get on your friend's scales and realise that if you are a wrestler, you would not compete in a lightweight class. <laughs> Give up cake and chocolate forever. Right from the beginning, it was an Olympic relationship. I've got tickets, he said as he came up for air like a synchronised swimmer. <laughs> for the men's 100 metres next year. Come with me. Please, come. <laughs> Choirs of angels led by Adele sang beautiful harmonies. <laughs> you didn't need to wait for the official opening ceremony. He was asking you to go out with him in a year's time. <laughs> and it felt like an insurance policy. Money in the bank. The top of the podium. <laughs> Blow your nose and dwell on the good parts for a while. You've got the photographs to help you in your head and on Facebook if not on the wall. Click. There you are on your first official date, all made up and sparkling as the waiter shows you to your table. Click. On the London Eye, looking east to the Olympic Village, and west to a London that looks like a film set. Click. Shaking hands with his father the first time you met him, 
He's called Charles II, an older, twinkly-eyed blueprint for a future version that isn't your future anymore. Try to get a ticket anyway. Try eBay and begging letters and fail. Think about inventing a dying sibling whose last wish is to see the diving or the table tennis. <laughs> Decide that would be tempting fate, even though your sister does get on your nerves. <laughs> to be fair, she says when you pry on the phone and mention the men's hundred meters for the 14th time in three days, to be fair, he never mentioned the tickets after that first time, did he? Marvel at the perfect symmetry of your relationship. Ten months, ten days, and nineteen hours. Only you tell everyone ten months, ten days, and ten hours to make it neater. He was the tenth man you had ever slept with. But you keep that to yourself, not sure if it's a cool number or a stupid one. <laughs> Read everything you can about the 100 meters men's race until you can recite countries, competitors, and statistics. Resist the urge to ring him, email him, text him, or Facebook him. He told you about another girlfriend who did that after they split up. She wouldn't leave me alone, he said. It was a nightmare. In the end, I had to change my number. You pretended to sympathize. But in your heart, you understood that girl like she was your sister. Delete his number from your phone and unfriend him to avoid temptation. Wonder if he used the same tired lines on her and whether she had seen it coming. Because you didn't. We need to talk, he said that night in the new bar at the end of your road. It was part of a hotel that had been erected overnight where a laundrette used to stand. And the sign in the window already read, No Vacancies, Summer 2012. You laughed. Confident and happy. Fire away, you said. Only remember that we've got madmen waiting at home. It was a box set of DVDs, a present from your sister, and your first and last jointly owned thing. There were three more series to get through, so it was impossible to imagine a breakup, even as it sprinted towards you. Start a new relationship with Kurt from the office, who has fancied you for ages. Try not to dwell on the fact that Kurt wears beige shoes and is several steps down the evolutionary ladder from Charles. <laughs> Go out with him anyway, and talk a little about Charles and the men's hundred metres. Think graciously that at least Kurt must be very happy, until he politely refuses a second date when you part at the end of the evening. I'm sorry he says. I don't think you're over your ex yet. Be mortified. <laughs> think to yourself, rejected by the office geek. No wonder Charles left. I've been thinking, Charles said that night at the bar, in the bar that used to be a laundrette, the last time you saw him. I'm not sure if we're really going anywhere. It was a cold night, but you, can feel, you could feel the little drops of sweat gather as you recognised the conversation and tried to shut the door in its face. Going anywhere? You echoed, <laughs> sounding stupid even to yourself. Where would you like to go? Alaska? The Outer Hebrides? 
smiled as if he was relieved and kissed you on the cheek as he left, checking the time on his iPhone like he had somewhere to be, anywhere that wasn't with you. I hope she enjoys the hundred metres, you shouted at his back as he walked away. He didn't even flinch. Go back to the gym where you met, but this time, go in. <laughs> Run as if there's a medal waiting, and work on your upper arms until you sweat that man right out of your paws. Cut down your carbs, and watch your body change shape. Bump into Charles in the street the week before the race. Be glad that you're wearing running gear and flex those biceps in a nonchalant way. Have a hot date on the day of the big race with the weight trainer from the gym, perhaps, or the new guy from your office. Say to him, race? What race? I'm afraid I haven't been following the Olympics when he tries to talk about it. Shed a few tears as you watch the replay alone later. And remember how boring Charles could be when he was on a roll, just like his ridiculous father. Ring your sister and don't mention his name once. Buy champagne and open it while you watch the closing ceremony. Raise a toast to Charles and to the closure of all things Olympic. Mm -hmm.